Talent Talk Tuesdays is all about harnessing your God-given talents to live with greater clarity, purpose, and joy. You are wonderfully made, my friends. May all we do be for God's glory. Hello and welcome. I'm Lisa Maladnik, your host, and today on Talent Talk Tuesdays, we begin a 10-part series based on my free ebook, which you can download at my website, called 10 Ways Your Talents Can Transform Your Life. Sounds pretty uh, <laughs> grand, right? But it's really true. Little things, little adjustments, new ways of seeing things can have a ripple effect on your life, and over time, it can be transformational. So, of those 10 ways, let's start with number one today. The first way your talents can transform your life is by igniting a greater love for God. Why? Because it is in discovering the beauty of your own design that you will experience a profound mix of emotions. I see this in my clients often. And those emotions sound something like this, if we could be in somebody's head. Wow, Lord, you designed and purposed me in ways that thrill my soul. You really do love me. You, wow, Lord, I'm so grateful. I desire now more than ever before to give myself to you. All of my gifts, everything that you have lovingly poured into my being, it is yours and it's beautiful. And because I can now see the beauty you've placed in me, I can believe in a more tangible way that you love me and that I'm not randomly made or batch produced or created and then forgotten after all, you know, you're busy. <laughs> but no, I can see now every thread and fiber of my being is full of your beautiful intention and purpose for my life. And though I know that my sins and fears can distort that beauty, I know that because you love what you make, you can redeem it all and make it holy. And with this new spiritual vision for my very self, I am set free to love you more than ever before. Now, yes, I'm definitely dramatizing this to make a point, but this is a very real dynamic. Understanding the magnitude of God's beautiful design leads to awe, which leads to gratitude, which leads to a desire to give back. And you can easily find this dynamic in scripture. For instance, hear the wonder of the psalmist who is having the same epiphany. This is my favorite verse, Psalm 139 verses 13 and 14. You formed my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, my very self, you know. Oof, just spend some time with those verses. I guarantee you they will create a seismic shift in you. Just take those into your prayer. Psalm 139 verses 13 and 14. But in that psalmist, hear the awe hear the sense of intimacy and the outpouring of love for God in response. And that awe and love are not rare. Um, I, I love anything to do with science and the intersection of faith and science. And, and so I've done some interviews for a, another podcast that I don't really talk about on this show, but I've been hosting a podcast for homeschoolers for several years. 
And that's at Homeschool Connections. Uh, the, the show is called Homeschooling Saints. But anyway, so some of the scientists I've talked to are so excited about that connection. And, and they've told me, uh, Father Robert Spitzer and um, Brother Guy Consomagno, uh, who is the director of the Vatican Observatory, they have both told me that many, many scientists are devout believers. And that belief enables them to see God's handiwork throughout creation and his great generosity. But it is their faith that turns the key, faith that reveals God's joy in dazzling us with his splendor. But we don't have to be scientists to be so dazzled, just as we can just look up at the stars over our heads at night and be filled with wonder. Or just watch an infant discover his toes. <laughs> if he could talk, he'd say, wonderful are your works, oh God, and stick them in his mouth. <laughs> and we as adults can see our own design as a reflection of God's infinite love and creativity and be profoundly changed for the better, strengthened with a heightened awareness of God's presence throughout his lavish, perfectly ordered, enchanting creation. And this awe and appreciation for what God has made goes against one of our spiritual enemy's biggest and most successful lies. Here it is, that we, children of God, are nothing special, and that it's humble to believe that. And that all that Bible stuff about being made in the image of God himself is really just hyperbole. But when we see God's unique love for our own being through the beauty of his design, we can't unsee it. And something essential comes to life in us. Because in that moment, we have glimpsed the very face of God himself. We have caught a reflection of his generosity, his great love and the rightness of that internal alignment in us between the holy dreams and desires he has planted in our souls and his unique and unrepeatable purpose for our lives. Our talents are linked to our desires, which are linked to our purpose. And in that connection, we see his intention in creating us the way he did. It becomes a roadmap for, for understanding better where he's calling us forward to serve. And in that we come home to ourselves and to a place of deep appreciation for God's heart. And I emphasize our holy dreams and desires. This is really important because we can have disordered pleasure in God's creation, right? Even in ourselves. And we need to ask him every day to redeem our gifts, to redeem our desires and to help us love him more and more. I'll refer you delightedly to the Confessions of St. Augustine, in which this great saint wrote of his conversion from a hedonistic, godless life to a passionate Catholicism fueled by a self-donating love for God. Here's part of what he wrote. <clears throat> Late have I loved you, O beauty, ever ancient ever knew. Sorry, this is very touching to me. Late have I loved you. You were within me, but I was outside, and it was there that I searched for you. In my unloveliness, I plunged into the lovely things which you created. You were with me, but I was not with you. Created things kept me from you, yet 
If they had not been in you, they would not have been at all. You called, you shouted, and you broke through my deafness. You flashed, you shone, and you dispelled my blindness. You breathed your fragrance on me. I drew in breath, and now I pant for you. I have tasted you. Now I hunger and thirst for more. You touched me, and I burned for your peace. Wow, right? Now, I say this at the end of every single episode, but I'm going to say it again now. You are wonderfully made, my friends. It is not just the tagline for this show. It's God's word and a deeply held belief of mine that has proven to me every single day with every beautiful client that I have the honor of coaching. So in summary, we and our gifts are powerful by God's design. His creation is inhabited by him. And yes, we need ongoing redemption self-management of our gifts. We don't want to be blowing people away with with our gifts. We want to be loving and other-oriented. We want to properly steward and cultivate those gifts. And we need a lot of prayer. We need sacramental life to unleash the potential woven into our being by the designer because we are made in his image. Knowing ourselves better helps us know him better. We are frail and insecure, so we need proof of God's love. And he is a master of providing that proof when we look for it. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. Our own design can open our eyes to his generosity, which makes us grateful. And that holy gratitude is humbling, builds trust in his plan for our lives, brings new life, fresh courage, great hope, and the transformational desire to give back what we have been given. So this week I have a little homework for you if you'd like to go deeper on this. Take a look at any assessment results you already have or generate some new data, whether it's taking the Clifton Strengths Assessment, my favorite, doing Sienna Institute's charism work, Art and Lorraine Bennett's great work on temperaments or the APEST ass assessment, which reveals ministry giftings. That's really good too. And then pray over your results, asking God to show you a particular gift that is a unique expression of his love for you. And ask him to show you how that gift is already a blessing to you and to others. And lift your gift in prayer every day for a week. And ask for the grace to bless others with that gift in new ways. And don't forget to thank him and to tell him again and again that you love him because he sure loves you. Just look at any crucifix, gaze up at the stars, and get to know your own unique and unrepeatable design. And then please let me know or journal it out or talk it over with someone you love. What changes for you? And what does this knowing and appreciating and offering the gift back to God for the sake of others do for you? Thanks for listening. Feel free to reach out to me anytime at lisa at wonderfullymade139.com. And remember, you are wonderfully made, my friends. I'm praying for you. Please pray for me too. God bless you.